Well, hello, hello, hello. My name is Holly Iskra and welcome to my podcast. Today, I want to touch base on productivity. This is something I've definitely struggled with and I know a lot of you have struggled with. So I just want to talk about the different areas that I've worked on in my life to help enhance my productivity. You know, I see these moms, these women, and I see you. I see your houses are spotless, stuff is done, you know, always clean, perfect lunches for the kids, gardening is in order, and I think, how the heck are they getting all this done? Like, are they doing a little cocaine? Are they taking B12 shots? What is this? How are they getting all this stuff done? Who wants to spend all their time getting all this stuff done? I most certainly didn't mentally. And, you know, I see this and I'm like, okay, but I kind of do. I I definitely want to have a clean house all the time and feel good about taking care of it. So I started really taking a look over the last few years and just kind of gathering information from other people. And I was in this uh, program at the earlier center with my babies when they were really little and we'd be in this uh, group called coffee and conversations and we go around the circle and we talk about different topics every week and one of the topics somehow cleaning came up and one of the moms talked about how every day she does a little bit every day so like mondays are countertops tuesdays are uh, floors vacuuming and washing wednesdays are washrooms I love this idea. It seemed to be much less overwhelming and like she would do it before the kids woke up so she'd be done. Love that idea. So I tried to do that. I mean, struggling in my marriage, a very heavy mental load. Organization just wasn't my, wasn't something that I was fighting with back then. I just let it go. So, but I've kept that. I've, I've wanted to do that. But what I've done um, over the years is just, I do one big clean every week it takes me three to four hours it's overwhelming it's stressful but then I get to enjoy a nice clean house I love it it only lasts about a day with kids and cats but the point is I like everything done in one day and it's great but then I got to thinking and I'm like I have a beauty studio in my basement it's always clean the only thing I do once a week is wash the floors and vacuum but other than that it's always clean because I'm cleaning after every single client. So why can't I just keep some Lysol wipes around the house and just do that after every meal and so on? So anyways, I've been wanting to do this. But I've struggled with um, keeping things clean. And I also feel like, why is it that, you know, I think, do I have a mental disorder or something? Because two weeks of the month, I'm super productive. I am, I am high energy. I am go, go, go. I get a million things done. I'm awesome. And then there's two weeks. I can barely get out of bed. I'm struggling. I'm tired. I'm low energy. What the hell? But I will not go and talk to anyone about it because I just won't. But here I'm going to publicly broadcast it. What's wrong with me? (laughs) I'm bringing this up because I want to talk about how things I've learned about myself um, that now once you're aware of it it completely changes everything so what I've started doing in the last few weeks is uh, and I have to say too here I'm jumping from topic to topic I have a close friend of mine and she loves she talks about it all the time loves to tinker around her home and I'm like oh 
okay? She's like, I love it. I love to just go home and tinker around. Do you know what tinkering means? It means to clean. She loves to clean. I only know one other woman like this that loves to clean, and she vacuums her front porch. I'm not kidding. She loves it. Her house is always clean. She enjoys it. So I wish that I could get to this point. So I'm like, okay, I'm going to tinker, but I don't like to tinker. I like to sit and watch a show or I like to work in my beauty business or I like to hang out with my kids. I really don't enjoy cleaning. I just don't. So lately I've been actually this week, I just started. I'm like, okay, I'm going to try the method where they do a little bit every day. And I did it all week. And you know what? It was awesome. It seemed really annoying, especially when it was the washrooms because that took a while, but Saturday and Sunday, Friday, I didn't clean. I, I mean, Saturday, I did all my bedding. Sunday, I did all my laundry, but I did not clean my house. I did not have one cleaning day. And how awesome was, was that? It was great. And my house was clean. So super exciting. I'm onto something here. But one thing I've really learned about is when I was in my little mental health crisis, spiritual awakening, midlife crisis, I learned to follow the phases of the moon. And then I started relating, I started paying attention to the different moon cycles and to my moods during those cycles, like leading up to the new moon, leading up to the full moon. And I noticed my energy levels. Then I started to relate that or, you know, pay attention to my cycle and my period. So I started calling it my moon cycle. And then recently on TikTok, I love to scroll on TikTok, by the way, I feel like you learn so much from there. There was a girl on there and she talked about the different phases of your cycle. And I thought this was really interesting. And I feel like this really relates to how I'm feeling week to week. And my goal is to go through each of these phases, pay attention, attention to my eating, my energy levels, and then plan my life out accordingly to these. When there is need for extra rest, I'm going to do lower impact things. And this is going into my exercise as well. You know, I get all gung-ho to start a new workout. And then, you know, two weeks, those two weeks that I'm low, I can't do it. I just can't do it. I can't get into the gym. I could go for a forest walk or something, but I cannot get into the gym for a run. I just, my body won't allow it. So I'm now trying to pay attention to those times. So I've just started it this month. So I've started it at menstrual. And what she says is, you know, your menstrual is, you consider this your inner winter. So it lasts three to seven days. Your uterus is shedding the endometrial lining. Now is the time to prioritize rest and inward focus. So journal and resting. So yeah, maybe going for a forest walk instead of a run. So I'm planning it that way follicular is our inner spring it lasts one to ten days our home our hormones are in a quiet phase and then begin to slowly rise our energy begins to rise we're open to new things and we're creative then it's our ovulatory our inner summer that's three to four days there's a dramatic rise in estrogen and l hormone testosterone drops energy surges and begins to peak most social phase okay this is I would say the follicular and the ovulatory, this is where I am flying. I am productive, I am doing well, I am eating clean, I am exercising. 
I feel incredible. Then we head into the luteal, inner fall. I feel like I'm right here right now because I could feel it. All of a sudden the night before I got cold, I went to bed and then I found it really difficult to wake up in the morning. Um, this is 10 to 14 days. Our hormones reach um, peak times and then drop right before we get our period. Yeah, our energy starts to decrease. We're detail-oriented and tax, task completion. So that is all very interesting, paying attention to each phase that I'm in and doing things in that way. So in all of those phases, I definitely can do a little bit of cleaning every day, that's for sure. And what I also notice is when I know what's going on, I don't have as difficult of a time because I know I'm in my luteal phase, I need to give myself a little bit of a break, my body is prioritizing rest, I can get through this, I'm gonna you know, do half of this, and then I know that my energy will pick back up soon and I'll go full force. What a difference. What a difference when you just know. It's crazy. So as I've kind of gone through my moon cycle, I've gone through setting short, small goals for myself every single day, my productivity has definitely increased. One thing also that has really helped me with that is um, in January, oh, that January 7th was the last time I had a drink of alcohol. And that has been a huge thing for me, for my mental health, for sure. Because what I would find is when I would drink, God, it was a lot of fun. I definitely am the kind of gal that would go all out. But I would, it would take me about three weeks to emotionally and mentally recover from a night of drinking. And I heard this somewhere too, is that when you're drinking alcohol, when you have a night of drinking, it releases enough dopamine um, that's reserved for a large accomplishment. And when you didn't accomplish anything, that's where the depression and things set in. So alcohol is definitely something I do not do. Um, that has really helped um, me as well and but what i'll do is i get you know the near beers or the zero percents and i'll have corona so over the summer because i was like oh it might be a bit of a struggle in the summertime because there's nothing better for me anyways hot day sitting on the deck sitting on a patio having a cold beer i love that shots of whiskey my favorite but no i'm now doing shots of wheatgrass shots of apple cider vinegar that reminds me of the whiskey a little bit because it's like ugh, it's, it's so like harsh um and yeah the near beers zero percent coronas whatever and they're so popular now even you know bartenders are happy to whip up a mocktail for you so and there's also those new is it adaptogen um drinks that are alcohol free but they help you like they're mood boosters they help you feel good help you feel relaxed like that's super exciting and yeah so i will i, I don't drink i feel incredible uh, so you know if i am gonna have a saturday night with friends which is rare these days um i'll just drink my near beer and wake up in the morning feeling fantastic so yeah, those are a few things that have helped with my productivity. If any of you um, have any... 
One thing too that I like to do, and I've heard this before um, from one of my mentors, is I like to, at the beginning of the year, make a list of five big goals for myself and then break it down a little bit um, every day to try and reach my goals. So one thing I do do is, you know, I really want to work on my spiritual, my mental, my emotional health. Um, So I will get up at 5 a.m. and I won't get out of bed right away, but I'll get up at 5 a.m. and I do a meditation in the morning. It's a 10 minute meditation. And then I turn on my light and I read five to 10 pages of a personal growth book or something that I want to learn about. And then I'll journal, I'll do gratitude, what I'm thankful for, um, get whatever's off my chest, off my chest, and just get that out. And then I'll get up and do a 15 minute workout and then jump in the shower. Or before I get in the shower, I'll head to the gym and do a, a little run. So that is great for me because it's a, getting a lot done before I even really wake up in the morning and that really helps my productivity as well. Um, one thing I'll do too before I go to bed is I'll make a list of all the things that I need to do that day and I'll set alarms for everything so that you know when alarm goes off, something needs to be done and I don't have to think about it. I think it takes a lot of the anxiety away um, because everything is out of my head. I also have better sleep And I just don't think about anything because I know it's already planned out. I will too at the beginning of the week um, for my online business, uh, for my Instagram, I will think about what I want to say about my business that week. And I will create a whole bunch of stories and save them as drafts. So in the morning, right after my workout, I post my stories, but it's already been done. It's already been thought out. Um, As well, I do a morning email for um, my MSculpt gym memberships. And I already do that the night before for whoever needs to get which day, and then it's just pressing send. So super easy things to do, um, and I'm prepared doing it, which is really great too. I wanted to finish off this podcast today um, with some thoughts that I've been having. What, What do you guys think about energy and how it relates to sickness? Because lately, I've really been feeling, I haven't been sick, knock on wood, in at least a year and a half since I've been taking care of my energy. So I do positive things and I, I seriously have not been sick. Um, so in the past, when I was feeling a little bit low, when I first started coming to this realization, I would just play a meditation off YouTube to help raise my, vibra- my vibration and I would feel completely fine. So then I was saying to one of my clients the other day, I don't think that it matters what you eat. I think it matters how your energy is because if eating really healthy and clean helps you raise your vibration and feel good, then that's what you need to do. But there's been, and if it tastes good and if you feel good after eating it, there you go. But like there's been times where I eat a McDonald's hamburger and that makes me feel good and I feel fine after eating it I don't think that affects my energy in any way. I don't even think that, I don't even take vitamin C anymore because I'm like, I don't feel like I need to take anything to help my health. I really believe it's all energy. So what are your thoughts on this? Like, I don't know, am I totally out there? Do you guys relate to this at all? So I just wanna leave that um, 
leave that thought with you and share in the comments if you'd like. How does, do you think energy relates to sickness, foods, medicine? Does any of the outside stuff matter or is it all on the inside? With that, have a great day and let's chat next week.